Hello, everyone. Welcome to Marvelous Movie Mondays. We are at the end of the year. We are approaching it. Um, yeah, crazy. Time flies, Kels. Um, mm-hmm. How are you? How are you doing, Kels? How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We're getting closer and closer to Spider-Man: No Way Home. So, right. and I feel bad because Hawkeye's Hawkeye's coming out, but it's like everyone's talking yeah. about Spider-Man. It's it, it's really crazy. No one is talking about Hawkeye. Everyone's talking about Spider-Man. But we're here to talk about Hawkeye. You know? Because we yes, we sure are. Um, before we get there, Kelsey, you told me you have news. I have news. Do you want to start with your news? I do have news. It's not okay. new news, but it's something that I discovered okay. um, just the other day, and I wanted to share it with anybody who Great. didn't know about it. So, uh, In case anyone's listening, I, I did get my computer finally fixed, and my mic is here, and I'm all ready to go. Uh, I forgot oh, my headphones, amazing. but these work perfectly. So, um, yeah, that, great to be back. Anyway, carry on. Kel. Great to have you back. All technical <laughs> difficulties aside, Dill. Yep. We love mm-hmm. it. Thank um, you. So there I was one day just scrolling mindlessly on TikTok, as we all do these days. As we all and do. Um, Betty Brandt popped up on my TikTok yeah. for you page, and she was advertising a TikTok for the Daily Bugle. They have made a TikTok for the news news publication the wow. daily bugle so their first ever posts and a majority of their per- posts are from the first day that i guess they launched it which was november 24th um so there's a f- all of them feature her because she is an intern at the daily bugle which will probably be a main plot line for her in no way home i suspect yeah. yep. so the first one is her just introducing herself to us the second yeah. one she defends peter parker saying that he's a great guy and that we shouldn't be blaming spider-man obviously we know the main the main man at the da- daily bugle is not the biggest fan of spider-man um Yep. <laughs> exactly the third one is an advertisement on how you you yourself can become an intern at the daily bugle those were all po- uh, posted on november 24th cool. we got one a few we got a new one a few days ago on the first nice. um uh reporting that there was some super intense storms in new york city featuring lightning and oh, sand boy. so oh, i think we know what they're you know alluding mm-hmm. to with that and mm-hmm. we just got one the other day on the second and it was a teleprompter challenge that you could like duet and take part in so mm-hmm. i just thought that it was super interesting that they're really going above and beyond for this movie mm-hmm. yeah I'm, i mean i'm i'm excited they're going all out they know it's the biggest movie of the year um because i think right now it is shang chi in just terms of numbers because i know black widow underperformed shang chi overperformed I think Venom is also like right up there. So Marvel's having a field day this year, um, mm. despite the pandemic, post-pandemic numbers. So it's nice that they know just from pre-sales alone how big this movie is going to be. Um, it'll smash records. And do you think it has the potential to be the highest-grossing movie ever? Do you think it'll get that Endgame level or no? Like be Endgame? I don't think so. Yeah, I think because of the I don't pandemic think so. and where we're in, I think there's still people who are like, oh, wait till Disney Plus. Even though Spider-Man doesn't go to Disney Plus, it will go to wherever Sony which I think is stars. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that'll be like, yeah, the only thing holding it back, but could, could hit top 10. You never know. It could. I'm honest, <laughs> honest, honestly, Jill, let me be honest. Okay. I'm so tired of talking about this movie. I'm so I tired. Of I feel being, it in your body. I, like, I'm, 
I'm tired of seeing yeah. theories about it. I'm tired yeah. of people saying that they see things in the trailer that aren't there. Mm -hmm. I'm just, let's just yeah. watch the movie. Let's just get to Love December 17th in peace. How about this? Will you agree? Oh, we can both agree right here. This week is uh, what? Hawkeye episode three. Next week will be Hawkeye episode four. Um, the next week will be our Spider-Man No Way Home review. So for, I guess the next episode, no Spider-Man talk at all. No Spider-Man, No Way Home, no Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, which we'll get to right now, but none of that. Okay. I mean, I can get behind that. I will not even mention his name. Uh, unless Hawkeye mentions it, then we're fucked. But um, moving on, we, we also saw a trailer for a completely different Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man mm -hmm. Into the Spider-Verse is having a sequel. Spider-Man Across the Universe, or Across the Spider-Verse. This is not yes. a Beatles album. Um, but Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, because it is confirmed there will be a Part 2, which means we're getting a full trilogy of this. Um, Kelsey, did you watch the trailer? How, how do you feel I about did. it? I did. I yeah. did. I thought um, it was very cool. Yeah, I thought I didn't take notes on it because I, it, it is just very much like just this one thing of like, oh yeah, yeah. cool, we're reintroducing you to this style and there's another Spider-Man fight. And yeah. Yeah. It's more of a teaser really than anything. I wouldn't yeah. even call it like a trailer. But well, yeah, here's the thing though. That's enough. I'm going to see the movie. Liked it. So mm -hmm. that's all they need. You know, you play a little sunflower in the beginning. I mean, like mm -hmm. that's all you need mm -hmm. uh, for a trailer. So Fans, don't bully them into putting out too much because I don't want to know anything else. Um, but yeah, big week for Haley Steinfeld for sure. Uh, getting yeah. that trailer drop and is it she? Gwen, so she gets to be a part of two different Marvel projects, and some of us aren't even a part of any. So hey, it's like this is a Marvel project, Kelsey. You are you are a part of a Marvel project, not yeah, an official MCU project, but you you are you are making art under the Marvel name. So. <laughs> Um, and even then, That's I had to hyphenate, way it, hyphenate it. it and couldn't use a logo because of it's not an official Marvel podcast. But hopefully someday. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll a great, great trailer. We don't need to dwell on it. Let's get right to Hawkeye. Episode three. What do you think of Echoes? Is that the right name of the title? Echo. Yes. See, a one word title, which means I remembered it. <laughs> Anything longer? Yep. I gotta say, Dale, this is my favorite episode so far. I mean, I know there's only been three, but this was a good app. I agree. I think the first episode, I was like, okay, expositionary, but I like what they're doing Christmas-wise. Second one, I was like, eh, this one is like, I'm sold. I like it. I might even like this more than most of the other series at this point in the series. It's the halfway point. We're halfway through. Three episodes, mm -hmm. which is crazy to say. But crazy. at this point, the halfway point, I think WandaVision, I was definitely hyped, but like this was the best like halfway point episode. I think so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm very, very excited. So take it away. Sure. So, okay. Okay. And we are not so... sponsored by Dr. Pepper, but I will be drinking one throughout. Thank you. My roommate Landon ran downstairs, got us some Dr. Peppers, and I am so proud to be drinking it here on the podcast. Even though we are not sponsored by Dr. Pepper, if you're seeing this, Dr. Pepper, sponsor us so we can drink more of your soda on our podcast. Carry on. I would love that because Dr. Pepper is my favorite soda really and i will say I'm, that without receiving a dime from dr pepper i stand by that no I, I, yeah I'm, I'm i'm in the like i'm juggling diet coke root beer and dr pepper because like diet coke is sometimes just like my like i just need to sit back with a diet coke just not do sure. anything too crazy it's good for mixing but then dr pepper's like the, the cool kid in the in the fridge and then you know root beer is like old staple that's that's your yeah. movie theater staple i know that Yes, it is. Because not every theater has Dr. Pepper. And if I'm not doing Dr. Pepper, then I'm doing root beer. And oh, if... so root beer is still a backup, just not. Okay. Yeah. And I'll just say my top three, then, oh, is ginger ale. 
Ginger ale, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like ginger, ginger ale. I, I, I associated too much with sickness, though. Like, when I was yeah. sick when I was a baby, I used yeah. ginger ale. But then again, mm-hmm. I didn't get sick much. So it was a really nice treat when it, it came. Um, so anyway. Uh, yeah, we anyway. could do a whole podcast talking about sodas one day. <laughs> I, I would be down for that. Just, like, a, a bracket of sodas. A bracket, like, we, yeah. We somehow just tie in Marvel in that some, some way. Um, we can figure it out, I'm sure. Carry it away. Anyway, Hawkeye episode three. <laughs> Echo. Yeah. Or echoes. I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's plural, plural or not. All right. After meeting their boss, Clint and Kate find themselves on the run from the tracksuit mafia. The tracksuit mafia, our favorite mafia. Actually, I don't know. I mean, I like a lot of mafia movies, but like, it's up there. If I had to pick a favorite mafia, I think the tracksuit mafia is definitely <laughs> up there. Think. Yeah, that's funny. Favorite mafia. I, I I don't think anyone's ever been asked that question. What's your What's your favorite ma- mafia? Yeah. Anyway, um, let's go through so we, scene by scene. I mean, I know one scene is very long, but like we'll get we'll go. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of just like more in chunks than it is scenes. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. we get a cold open. It is the year 2007. We open with a young girl in a classroom who is deaf. We know this because every time we're in her point of view, every all the sounds around her are very muffled or canceled out altogether. She's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, keep up with the lesson that's going on in class, but we under we get the feeling this this girl is is smart because even if mm-hmm. she's doing the wrong page on the notebook, she's still getting all the answers right anyway. Um yeah, this whole opening deal was just beautiful. Then awesome. we cut to really shots awesome. of her and her father doing sign language together. Um he she asks him if dragons are real and he says in another world and it Im- immediately made me think of shang chi and i was oh, like oh yeah i didn't think of that mm. yeah you know i i'm taking i'm putting two and two together Kelsey's I see like, I'm, not, I'm not dumb here. like you do <laughs> i'm not a Listen, stupid viewer like you do your your words not mine Dill. uh so then we have a time jump to her as um oh i'm sorry not yet absolutely not um Oh, she said, oh, yeah, because he tells her that she has to jump between two worlds because she asked about going to school that specifically mm-hmm. for hard of right. hearing and, and deaf uh, people. But he says that it's better for her to uh, stay in the school that she's in now. Uh, we cut to her at a uh, karate class where we also learn that she has a prosthetic leg. Um, yeah. And Literally even makes her even more badass. I, yeah. I really, I mean, it's such a cool character design. It really is. Anyway, even st- even still, she takes down the kid that she's up against almost immediately. Yeah. And it was in this scene that I noticed in the karate studio or whatever you called it, that her father is wearing a red tracksuit. And he says that uncle will pick you up when uh, when you're done. And we never see the shot of the uncle's face. So no, we don't. But um, this feels like know. a big reveal is coming. Yeah, I mean, the obvious rumor theory, I wouldn't even say rumor. I mean, like the obvious theory is what I talked about last week when I was talking about Echo is that's probably Kingpin. Um, mm. but then some people are saying it was they heard the voice of Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin from the Daredevil series, mm. which means if he is, if Vincent D'Onofrio is the Kingpin in the MCU, 
we're gonna have to watch that whole series aren't we <laughs> oh yeah you're yeah. right um but we'll cross that bridge when we get there and i've heard it's great i mean i, I know we're marvel podcasters who haven't seen those series so like i feel kind of like we shouldn't be marvel podcasters but you know like it's 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 been told it was not canon so like it's exciting though that because they were so good in their roles there's a potential for them to still play their roles in this universe so um that's been the speculated thing is that that was vincent d'onofrio's laugh as kingpin um because they heard a little bit of a laugh there i didn't mm. even hear the laugh i just kind of didn't even think it um, i didn't even think the, the uncle said anything i was just yeah, like I, I so skeeved out chuckle. yeah 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 um, so it might be kingpin which would be also a tie into spider uh oh i'm not gonna say it anymore remember i said no more um about <laughs> yeah, the s, almost the s caught word. you slipping up there <laughs> the s word that rhymes with uh <laughs> Pied Piper, Piper Man. I don't know. I, I was I couldn't think of anything around with Spider. Um, all Nighter Man. Um, anyway, keep going. I feels like I'm pulling an All Nighter right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I made Kelsey stay up really late for this guy's. On. Uh, I'm to blame for that, but she is rocking it. So thank you. Mm -hmm. So far, so good. I'd say. So yeah. then we flash forward to an older Maya, um, and it seems to be a year, a time period during the blip. Because we know this, because as soon as she gets to an auto shop, um, we see the Ronin uh, taking down who we know is Clint. But we see Ronin just <laughs> brutally taking right. down um, the, these these men in the in this that work in this auto body shop. Yeah. We've come to find that one of them is her father, and that he has been killed Murder, and he yeah. does die in her arms and um honestly i'm sobbing this whole time <laughs> yeah it was like such a powerful opening and it was exactly as much information as we needed without overindulging and over explaining mm -hmm. they could have done mm -hmm. a whole episode on her just alone with her backstory but they didn't mm -hmm. music was great timing editing it was all really good didn't even show clint's face but you just kind of got those little snippets of him it was almost kind of like in, in harry potter deathly hallows part two where like when you are on the outside and Snape is getting eaten by the snake and you kind mm. of barely, barely see his body like blur in the window, but, and you see the thud of the snake, but you don't see it, see it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what this felt like with, cause it was shot on the outside looking in, you know what I mean? So mm. um, I, I like that shot a lot. I mean, it was a great little montage moment segment thing. So, yeah. So then we get our intro where we cut to scene one where uh, Clint and Kay are both duct tape to different um like those like brides <laughs> in the mall yeah, that yeah, you like yeah, put a yeah. quarter in and they and they just like do one movement the tracksuit mafia is Waste having a blast watching them just <laughs> over and over again just being yep. like taken up and down on on a unicorn and a turtle or, or whatever right. they're strapped to um <laughs> kate does something unexpected she helps one of the gang members with some relationship issues he's having where he wanted to take his girlfriend to an Imagine Dragons concert. They beautifully shade Imagine Dragons by saying, well, now that you don't have to go to the concert, the upside is now you don't have to go to the Imagine Dragons concert. Are uh, you, are you like offended by this? Uh, Cause like, no. I, I like Imagine Dragons and I was a little upset. Listen, I, I agree with you, Dill. I don't understand why the world hates Imagine Dragons. I, I, I think it. that they put out hits. I mean, are they the Beatles? No. Like, no. Are they the best band ever? No. I don't think they're hurting but, anyone. Oh Yeah, I don't think they're harming anyone. I mean, this is an Owl City. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There are, <laughs> no, there are I like Owl City, Joe. I'm kidding. I just um, don't think Imagine yeah, the, Dragons the was be real. one of them. Yeah, no, still love Kate Bishop, though. Flawless, but anyway. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> you know, she's trying to explain to Clint that like, hey, listen, all we need is a little trust, a little communication, some listening. And that's when Maya appears. And she wants her biggest thing is that she wants to know if the Ronin is back and she wants to know why Kate was in the suit, what she has mm-hmm. to do with Ronin, because obviously she Ronin is probably the bane has been the bane of her existence for, yeah. you know, killing her father. Sure. So we have this really, really great uh, moment where Maya is she takes notice of Clint's hearing aid and says, you know, you're you're better off without it. You rely too much on technology. He's like, Oh, my choice of weapon is a bow and arrow. Like, what do you mean? I, I don't, I don't rely on technology. She's here. Her interpreter who we find out to be Kazi, uh, explains that she's talking about, uh, his hearing aid and another great character. Another great character. Mm-hmm. Just have to say, I'm a big fan of Kazi. Seems like, yeah. um, even though he's working against our protagonist, I, I, I like the energy, I like the performance. I I like them both, honestly. Mm-hmm. I I like yeah. I like everyone so far. Yeah, no, I, I, it's like I don't know who to root is. for, you know. Mm-hmm. So Maya's asking Clint about Ronan, and Clint's trying to explain to her that like Ronan's not back. It's not. It's obviously cannot be Kate Bishop. Like, look at her; she's a child. Uh, the <laughs> Ronan is dead. My ass, who killed her? We find out through her perspective that Clint says Natasha Romanoff and the Inkazi signs Black Widow to her. And he says, and she asks, how do you know this? Clint says, because I was there. And it's just like this beautiful, like symbolic conversation Clint is almost just having with himself. Mm -hmm. That like, that part of him that was Ronan died that day on Vormir. And it's... That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. It just oh, Kelsey, makes you're, me upset. I was going to say, like, we're both very much fans of this episode, but you're, like, picking out the, the deepness of it. Um, well, yeah. Like, yeah. Left, I thought it was a beautiful Ronan episode. On, on Bormir. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Like, he literally let that whole side of him go when he literally saw his best friend die. That's crazy. That makes me sad. Because, anyway. like, you know, Natasha's sacrifice for him yeah. couldn't have went in vain. He couldn't go back to being this like monstrous villain, this, you know, right. uh, blood, this bloodthirsty creature. Mm-hmm. He had yeah, to, you know, hone himself in and, and mm-hmm. be like, my friend sacrificed me for a reason. Every day now is going to be me making sure she, she would be proud of the person that I am. I think, yeah. I yeah. think that's what he should think for sure. Wow. I'm just like beside myself that like Nat's still <laughs> gone still. I'm still yeah, not over it. I, mean, I don't hey, know. I mean, they can make any movie from any time at any point in anyone's life. So you know, they've proven that. Black Widow yeah. itself is, is a prequel. So that's that's very true. Or midquill, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then Kate begins to explain why she was she even put the suit on in uh, to begin with. She didn't want people to know that she was in the auction and in just a moment of weakness and and pure frustration and pain maya strangles kate kazi stops her and it's like hey 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 that's like not how we can go about this um and clint he he breaks free and this is Mm -hmm. when you know the big fight chase sequence uh breaks out during the fight of two things that i noticed um obviously clint goes to swing like a huge two by four at her prosthetic leg so obviously she it feels nothing to her so she's able to stay standing he's like whoa that didn't do anything that was wild and then 
uh, Maya ends up breaking his hearing aid. And I yeah. was kind of like, ah, dude, don't do I that. <laughs> I know, but like from a tension action standpoint, it was yeah. such a cool choice by the directors to do that because now we get like not just this chase, which we'll, we'll transition into now. Now there's this beautiful chase sequence, which is mm. one of the coolest shots I've seen in Marvel, period. Just that whole one take. We saw it in the Marvel Disney Plus Day preview, but it was even mm-hmm. cooler in context. The addition of all the arrows, but the coolest part was that barrier of he can't hear because his hearing aid is broken. So now you mm-hmm. have this deaf guy driving or hard of hearing guy driving a car, trying to communicate with this girl who's kind of on the same page, but she has to like still hear his request because he can't yeah. hear her suggestion. It created a really great extra element of like, obstacle to this entire thing I, I thought it was a just a brilliant choice to give even more attention to the stakes of the scene i, I thought it was this whole episode i'm very much a fan of so yeah bravo. yeah i agree there was a lot of interesting stuff happening even in, before we got into the car we have this yeah. great moment where he you know he dives into a ball pit the epic awesome. arrow that gets shot like right past Kazi's ear to like break kate free um yeah. Her whole fight sequence with Kazi in the warehouse where she's using the shopping cart and she slides on the floor. She like grabs onto the pole to like knock the, his feet out from under him. You know, she was really holding her own against that uh, grown man. So like good, yeah. good for Kate. That's the one shot. The only shot in the, in a, in a TV show. I almost said movie that I didn't love because episode, uh, because she like goes and she's doing the thing where she's spinning around and then they cut the camera and do a different angle of her tripping him. And I was like, just keep, mm. keep the camera on her. Like, cause that's such okay. a cool little stunt. I was like, I just yeah. wanted to follow through. And then they, I get it. Cause they probably had to take multiple takes and throw a stunt double in for the big fall. But like, right. It would have been just so cool. If the camera just got that whole thing in one. Um, just like, yeah, totally. Like that where I'm like, just keep it there. But I, I probably get it. But you know, um, goes back to like, just how you're talking last week, just the sound effects and some, some of the things in the editing, some odd choices, but like not nothing to totally distract. So, yeah. yeah no yeah so then we get into the car we have this big huge chase sequence in the car awesome um it it took up a lot of time as you said <laughs> you were texting me dylan you were like this is gonna be a short one since the whole episode was like one scene and i yeah, was like yeah, was. I guess I mean, right. yeah backstory car chase kate's apartment or kate's mom's apartment like that's it. yeah those are the three yeah. well i guess also like, the fixing of the hearing sections. aid too but yeah like yeah sure basically three acts there you go so Clint can't hear uh Kate they're struggling like this this dynamic duo we have happening so he's driving Kate is riding shotgun or should I say shot bow and arrow um Uh, and then we get (laughs) thank you it's late but I can laugh thank you uh so then we have one continuous shot it's like I I didn't get the exact minute but i think it's like for like at least a whole minute because i i remember marking where it started and it was at like the 17 minute mark and it didn't end into like 18 minutes and like something seconds so it's at least for like a whole minute that we we don't have one single cut the camera is just like swinging back and forth like you know there's just some guy scrunched in that car like swerving with the camera like, oh, to see the behind the scenes footage of what was happening in that and car we'll would be probably amazing. get it in that in that uh, one assembled? shot. Assembled? Right? Or no, assembled, yeah. The one shots are the shorts. Uh, I, I, it's 
the information is not all there. I got the See, but I can, that's, that's why I'm here, Jill. That's why yeah, I'm here. Because you're an information I can finish person. I'm just an opinion person. I'm just, I'm just the one throwing opinions at your information. <laughs> because, <laughs> While you also listen, provide opinions. I can finish your sentences, okay? I know exactly yeah. where you're going with something. All right, and that's ready? why I'm, I'm here. I'm going to say a sentence. You're going to finish it. Ready? Okay. So, um, God. For lunch, I ate a... Peanut butter and jelly. No, unfortunately, no, no. Wait, can I guess again? Sure. Wait, for lunch you ate a... That was the last word. A. A. But yes. For lunch uh, I ate yeah, a... I ate a... Yeah. Buffalo chicken wrap. I don't know. No, but that sounds good too. No, it was just a cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. I should have yeah. gone simpler. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Hmm. Well... <laughs> let's get back to the episode there'll be our ad break oh my god ad break, ad break happens right there it's it's late okay um yeah i just wrote down really cool so now we get introduced to some trick arrows kate has been yeah. waiting for the trick arrows and these. so have i oh, so yeah. we have an arrow that shoots putty she shoots it out at a at the windshield and it clouds her windshield we have a trick arrow that just you know explodes the car naturally like a grenade arrow or something I love how have... the exploding arrows like the yeah and then we have that like the the one we kind of toss away because the other ones are just that cool yeah <laughs> uh we have some acid arrows that she uses to take out the um stoplights then we have a arrow that kind of uses like a web it like latches out a bunch of lines and like traps all the christmas trees to the car <laughs> Um, we have a plunger arrow that she calls it that just kind of sticks onto the windshield. It doesn't do anything. Um, but the arrow I want to talk about the most still is when they they finally get to the bridge and they're at a dead stop because there's all this traffic. I guess it's like the George Washington Bridge or something. They're headed now to New Jersey, Kate and Clint. And... Uh, she said he hands her a regular arrow. He says, aim it up and then I'll tell you when to shoot. And Clint pulls out a fancy little arrow. And right at the end of this arrow, we see Pim. So we know that this arrow has Pim particles in it. And what does he do? He aims it right for the arrow Kate just shot. It expands the arrow, makes it gigantic and lands right in the middle of the bridge. That might be the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life, honestly. Okay. Like, if we're being quite honest, I love, like, that was so cool. Like, I've always been, like, a guy who's been like, well, Ant-Man, aren't they supposed to get small? Why is everything just becoming big? Isn't that the Hulk's thing? But now I'm like, mm. I love it. Like, it, it just created just such a, like, they just keep topping themselves this episode. They really do. Mm -hmm. It's like up the ante every second. I loved it. Yeah, Which That's I fun. will say is now the second time Ant-Man has been low-key been involved in the hawkeye series yeah so i wonder if that's like what does it all mean maybe paul rudd will show up in the last episode yeah who knows um be... i'm trying to think oh in ghostbusters i saw the new ghostbusters and paul oh, rudd yeah? there's a scene where he's in the, the shopping the shopping market obviously we saw from the trailer that's the iconic scene with the little stay puff marshmallows but in mm. the beginning he goes to a freezer and he buys baskin robbins and i went wow that's hilarious because you know he was like Baskin Robbins. Can we get Baskin Robbins? Because not owned by Disney, but it was just cool because he like walked by, got the Baskin Robbins, and then he turns the corner and there's the marshmallow scene. But I was like, that's that's a fun little choice just because it's Paul Rudd, you know, sexiest man alive. Paul Rudd gets his uh, Baskin Robbins in every movie he's in. 
Baskin Robbins always finds out. Um, (laughs) Oh, so then I had to write this down because it made, it made me chuckle. I watched this episode, I think at least three times just because I, I just loved it. And I chuckled at this moment every single time. So then he goes, cover me use this and he hands her a usb arrow and she's like what am i supposed to do with this uh she says hey stop you don't want to see what this thing does like you're never gonna believe it she releases the arrow it hits one guy and then the guy standing next to him screams like a little girl like he cannot he's like so terrified it made me laugh every single time he's like "Ah!" and then nothing happens did we ever find out what the usb arrow does it i think it's i think it was just like a fake out you know, I think uh, he, she just needed to threaten thinking. them with something brilliant while he thinking. ran and got the plunger arrow. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, don't know. It might, if be, the... it might be something like uh, when you're at home and you have to recharge the arrows. Maybe that's like the one you plug into. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good yeah. thought, though, Dill. No idea. Uh, so then we get an iconic fallback while shooting shot, this time with Kate Bishop of off the bridge, and they awesome. land on the top of a subway and that's what he uses the plunger arrow for which is to stop as, a new, York, from as a new yorker i will say that is not very safe <laughs> no, i mean nothing they yeah, did no. is safe, but like riding the top of a subway is not great because eventually it will go underground and you will get decapitated so um yeah the subway scares me even you know even <laughs> when i'm inside it so you know yeah so then we get this great like back and forth in the subway car where he you know he's like wow like you you really did say you were the greatest archer and and I can I can get behind that now because you really like held your own out there and yeah. she's you know talk basically talking to herself saying that she's got to walk this dog that he's been cooped up inside all day and you know it's it's just this element of humor since you mm. know he he can't hear what's going on mm-hmm. um we have this great moment now then back in the Anne's apartment where Clint gets a phone call from his wife's number but we learned that it's his son nate that's on the phone and he basically has to use kate as the interpreter to carry out this conversation Mm -hmm. with his son he even says at some point in the conversation i love hearing your voice um and it's just like oh it's just like another one of those things it it is another awesome choice like it just makes for such a different because then you can get the hawkeye relationship with his family and how he can't be there um, to help them make gingerbread houses or whatever. And then there's that extra layer of like having to lie to your kid, tell him everything's all right when you can't hear him and tell him you can hear his voice. And then you also have the element of him bonding with Kate through this and like mm-hmm. her realizing like this guy has a weakness. He has like this flaw, like he's not this invincible hero, um, but it's somewhat endearing about him also. Like uh, such a beautiful moment. Like this episode, mm, mwah, so good. Mm-hmm. So then we cut back to Maya and Kazi. They're moving out. They, they've got to get, you know, their hands back on Kate and Clint. They have to figure out what's going on, how they're connected to Ronan. And really the most important thing that we get from the scene is that they talk about how their uncle is not going to be very happy with them when he learns that they let Kate and Clint go. And Maya's like, I'm the one in charge. Like I'll figure this out. Let's do it. Um, so then Kate and Clint go uh, to some, you know, black market doctor, it feels like, to get his uh, hearing yeah. aid fixed. 
Um, they're sitting at a diner together and Kate designs Clint a new costume for his, the hits superhero alias Hawkeye. Um, it's a very comic comic book accurate uh, depiction of his outfit. And he mm-hmm. says that he would never wear a flashy costume because the whole point of his job is that he's supposed to be a ghost. He's supposed to be invisible. His wife would divorce him if he would ever, <laughs> if he was ever yeah. caught dead wearing something like that. And uh, he has a third reason, but I forget um, what it is. Is. It, is. is the whole wife divorcing him thing a, a play on like the fact that he would look ridiculous in it or like it would put a target on his family's back? Like, what do you think? Like, is that mm. a legitimate, like, oh, my wife will divorce me? Or, like, uh, my wife's going to divorce me. Like, haha. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I didn't think of it that yeah. way. Honestly, it could probably probably, probably be both, Dill. Yeah. yeah. Right. Once you, now that, now that you say that. I have to watch it a fourth time or fifth or sixth. Who knows? Because now, <laughs> but does the world, I guess the world has to know that his family exists because he was like eating dinner with yeah. his kids in New York. So yeah, I guess no, they're no, not they secretive anymore. Mm. Uh, they were, but they are not anymore. Um, so then Kate theorizes that uh, Clint knows the identity of the person of, you know, Ronan's true identity and that mm-hmm. the re- whole reason he's keeping it a secret is to protect that person that he knows. And I feel like it's like, yeah, yeah, Kate, you're, you're right. He does know the identity and he is keeping it a secret for that person's protection you're nailing it you're just you're mm-hmm. so close you're just a little off and and i know it's like you know horrible because she's dead but like couldn't you just blame it on black widow just say it was her you know what i mean like literally oh but didn't i just tell you that he's living every day to prove know, to nat <laughs> but it would free him i know i know that's the thing you, you i guess it would clear around. his name but he doesn't it, want to do that in her memory, yeah. I, I, I don't it. think he wants to do that to Nat's reputation. I mean, mm-hmm. she was already, like, so many different things to so many right. different people. Like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she had so and many she different aliases. The, she and... kind of had the alibi, too, of, like, she was at Avengers Campus or Avengers Compound Campus. That's the California Campus. Disney World thing. Uh, Avengers Compound, though, while all the Ronin stuff was going on. So, like, she, it wouldn't make sense for her to also be Ronin in, in Japan. And even though she does go to Japan to get Ronin, but you know what I mean. So Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think he would want to do that to Nat's memory. Um, and then Kate finally names the dog the name we've been we've all been waiting for, Dill. Uh, before we get to the real name, the other names that she tries to come up for her dog is Little Caesar, the Dog Father, and Dog of Pizza. But she lands on Pizza Dog, which makes pizza the dog. dogs. I love it. So simple. So great. Yeah, love it. Pizza Dog. That's kind of, uh, I would never name a dog that, but for, in terms of this, I guess like I'll let it dog and like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so then they start talking about the tracksuit mafia. Clint's revealing a little bit more information that he has on them. He says that there's someone above Maya that you really don't want to mess with because, you know, they're in control of all the operations. So, hey, uh, Kelsey, wh- wh- what, what person marries the queen? The king. Uh, what, what do you knock down in bowling? Pins. Okay. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Can't believe you made me do that. So then they decide that they they could probably get more information using their mom's, uh, her, their mom's, 
her mom's database in her penthouse. So they sneak into Eleanor's penthouse to get more information on Jack oh. and the tracksuit mafia. And you just um, know once they go in there, it's not gonna end well. Like I I I knew the second they got there, I was like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is yep. not good. Also, because you're bringing this grown ass man into your apartment as is, you know, like this is not good. Yeah, exactly. They find some interesting information about Kazi, that he's an employee for this company called Sloan Limited. Um, I did look into this name, but I couldn't find anything <laughs> on it um, yep. j- before you even ask. But Clint does say that that sounds familiar. I have a feeling that we're going to learn more about Sloan Limited in future episodes. Ooh. And our episode ends on Clint hearing something. He goes to investigate, and he is met by the end of the Ronin sword being held by Jack. And I just thought, Oh, you silly Billy, you think you're going to take out Clint Barton with you his own sword. Billy. You just, you do thing. not know what you're getting yourself into, sir at no. all. Or, you know, or maybe he doesn't know what he's getting himself into because his, the wife is running the operation. That's my theory. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah. I don't know. I mean, Jack is sketch. It's- so, It'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, what what do you think? Like, like how do you even predict what happens next? Like, I have no idea where this is going. Because all I know is that it's going to end with him getting there on Christmas. But I don't know what happens in the middle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is this going to be more about the Red Sioux Mafia? Is it going to be more about Jack? And Because I feel like it's those two things. And they haven't really come together yet. But are they one and the same? Who knows? Honestly, this could go, I feel like, one of two ways. They He overpowers Jack. Because obviously, like... He's Clint Barton. Like he can totally dis disarm that man so fast. And they explain to them what they're doing. He comes clean about whatever it is and like kind of becomes like a, in an unlikely um, alliance almost forms between the three of them. And because Jack really isn't sketchy or the classic, like third act, I'm like going to trap you and, and, and like expose you to your mom kind of thing happens and she's like what like what have you been doing you're breaking into my penthouse Mm -hmm. you're doing you're running around like you're running around the city amok like who do you think you are you know what you're like on total lockdown you're not hanging out with this clint character anymore and i'm keeping my eye on you and then we have to like spend some time i hope it's the first way because we did just have to spend some time with them being trapped in a warehouse so i <laughs> i would hate for the next epi- episode for them to just be like trapped yeah. somewhere else yeah um, i mean like total 180 like next episode starts jack's like what are you doing in my house they explain the mission and jack is all of a sudden with them who knows like that could yeah. just be how it continues um yeah i don't know but it's 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 great so far and like this is the episode that really got me back on board i was never mm-hmm. off board but like really got me on board um, I was on the, the lobby and now I'm like on the, the top of the cruise ship bathing in the sun now. Um, so yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, and Jeremy Renner doing a little bit more than sleepwalking in this episode, I'd say. So that's good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. You Sorry, Jeremy, for somehow listening to this did some freaking third world, uh, third universe, parallel universe. Um, wow the way you things. said his first name like detached from his last name i was like yeah weird, his right? his first name really is just jeremy <laughs> it's just jeremy like what if you just re- i mean like brie makes sense like brie brie owns that like brie and like chadwick brie. i feel like but, like robert like rdj like sounds no 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 like, yeah no, you know robert like robert oh. i mean chris uh, bob bobby 
Bobby D. Um, I don't know. DJ. I could, I could like see some. I could see Chris Evans just being Chris because I feel yeah, like he's like, just such sense. a chill dude. I feel like Chris. Is, like I feel like on Jeremy. Set, I feel like on set he's Chris. Chris Hemsworth. What do you think he is? I think no, no, no. I've heard like them call Chris Evans Evans in in interviews. Yeah, They're like maybe, Evans. So Chris Hemsworth is Chris. So and maybe Chris, Chris Evans, Hem- is Evans and, and then because Chris Pratt. Chris gotta Pratt. Be Pratt. It's got to be Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be like yo Pratt. Because yeah. that that's an easy name to make a nickname yeah. out of. Um, won't won't say the three that we're not allowed to say till two weeks from now. Um, <laughs> and one of them no. is their first and last name is their name. Well, actually, no, their last name is Coleman but they only go by the one Z word. Um, oh. oh, I'm not even talking about the three. No, because they're not. That's not gonna um, oh, I, yeah. I, was, I thought I you said, were talking about like the three Toms in the MCU. I, and oh, I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, I can't even think of the third Tom. You can do I can that. Tom, you know, Tom yeah, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, there's no other Tom. There might be. Well, now Tom Hardy's Bane. So, but, or not Bane. He is Bane, but he's Venom. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he so is being Batman. Um, yeah, who else? Scarlet, Scarlet's easy. Scarlet. Um, this is this is a fun game. Uh, Paul Rudd is Paul. Like like Paul. A lot of them check. Like he's a Paul. He's like a yeah, this, Paul. You go. This is a fun game. I'm like, all we're doing is just saying their names. Well, well, it's fun to say because some of them just sound so weird, like Jeremy and like Robert. Um, mm, like yeah. calling Dave Batista Dave. It's be like, yo, Dave. Like that's weird to me. I don't know why. Zoe, Zoe Zaldana. Yeah, Zoe, Zoe, yeah. Zoe, Karen, Karen. Karen. See, that's a weird one. That is. A that's weird, one. weird to just call yeah, like, Karen Gillen. Yo, Karen, Karen. Can you get the Nebula outfit. Yeah. I mean, Thanos is Josh. Yo, Josh. <laughs> Josh. 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 That's about? such a Thanos name. Josh. Really? Because yeah. all I think is Drake and Josh. It's just funny. I never <laughs> thought that it'd be so simple, but okay. I feel like yeah. we're going off the yeah. rails. Anyway, I have I have two yeah. Easter eggs. Easter egg, if you want to hear them, us. yeah, I don't have any, so take it away. All right. So, I mean, I I almost don't even want to say this one because I feel like you're gonna get all giddy and whatever. But, um, I saw the name of the auto shop that is in during Maya sequence and it was called fat man auto shop. And <laughs> apparently fat name <laughs> is a another name for Kingpin, um, which obviously you have a lot of thoughts and feelings about. I'm just going to leave it there. The yeah, uh, second Kelsey, what, Easter what, what's the franchise burger or something burger. Uh, what is it? King. Okay, it's yeah. Um, gotcha. And what what do you put in like your costume when you're like doing measurements for for theater? Enlighten people like to make sure you get the right fitting. A pin. There you go, king of pin. Um, all right. <laughs> Keep <of> going. <laughs> now this second Easter egg is one I'm very excited about. Oh, super excited! It's really not that exciting. You're not going to be that excited about it. I'm very excited about it. So while Kate was investigating on the little laptop, um, you know, trying to find information about Maya and Kazi and all of them, um, a list of names came on the computer 
And obviously I had to look into each and every one of these names because I had to know if they were, you know, part of the staff, uh, part of the, uh, the crew yeah. or, uh, anything like that, or maybe like the, uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink at another character in another MCU project or anything. Um, and as I was scrolling the list, only two names had anything to do with something else. And okay. it was, um, Kaf Kafka V is a former bishop employee. Um, and that was the that was the only information to her. And then one of the names is Kemp, comma M. And apparently some people are tying this name to a character also from Daredevil. Mm. So this might further your theory as well. And uh he's a criminal um in NYC who's currently serving uh a sentence in prison gotcha. so could be him i don't know could just be a name that they made up but mm -hmm. this is the exciting one but the exciting one is that there is a name right under kill a mess and right before kinzer k they came up with the name this person's last name are you ready is it kill patrick f my name made it into a Marvel project. That is great. So and they I'm definitely very watched this and just it. said F Kilpatrick <laughs> and then put her. You know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, oh like friend. God. Like befriend. Like I'm gonna befriend Kilpatrick. Friend to Kilpatrick. That's what they meant. Um Yeah, maybe. I don't have really anyone cool. in Do you have any relatives named F? No? No. Hmm. No well, one maybe that's a sign. the letter letter F. You gotta adopt a child maybe i should kitten. just change my name to francis just so i can be like my name's in an MC mcu that's project. the one you go for the... i don't know it was the first like girl f name i this was thought not of. a girl f i mean like francesca, francesca franny i mean i guess they're all Frans and well, francis and well fran and franny i feel like are yeah. are nicknames for francis yeah no i mean if your name's Fran, i mean francis mcdormand she's great yeah no keep francis francis is cool francis kilpatrick or just like name your kid Francis. That'd be fucking crazy. Be like, yo, look, you're on a show. Look, you're on He'll TV, eat kid. He'll eat it up. <laughs> look what I did for you. Wait till we yeah, meet that character. Too. I just felt so seen. I was like, my yeah, last yeah. name constantly gets for forgotten about. People think it's Fitzpatrick. People like I get all kinds of things. And the fact that they were just they were like, kill Patrick. And I was like, oh my God. Thank there you. you go. Thank you, nice. MCU. And what a good way to end too. Uh, speaking of Kilpatrick, where can they find Kilpatrick on the internet? Oh my gosh, you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey A. Kilpatrick, or you can follow my TikTok at Cause13. Cool. Uh, and you can find me at Dylan underscore Randazzo, Dylan Randazzo 417 at TikTok. And here at the Dill Pickle Movie Network, if you're watching on video, if you're not watching on video, if you're listening on audio, please give us a uh, five-star review if you think we're worth five stars or just give us any review be honest let us know what we can improve change or what you love seeing so we can bring it back in the new year the new year will bring uh trivia marvel trivia we're starting it on the channel gonna be the first ever marvel only trivia as far as i know um in this stratosphere i mean i'm sure there's others um and uh we'll be talking about hawkeye uh for the next few weeks uh, another movie in the middle there i can't remember the name of it um and then next year we'll be talking about um a lot of great things uh more morpheus might be coming out morbius is it morbius morpheus i don't know morbius no. morbius who might mobius is is owen wilson that's right and morpheus just sounds like something i've heard before um yeah we'll be talking about morbius uh talking about whatever new series come along um 
yeah, that's about it. I, all I can think about next week, we will be talking about episode four. Uh, any parting words, Kels? No. No. Uh, congratulations on your name getting in the show. Big, big stuff. Big Thank improvements. Um, but yeah, Thank guys, you. thanks so Moving much. Moving up Comment. in the world. Comment, subscribe, let us know what you think. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye.